3: Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler 24 7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential
0: services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. We
3: always follow the, follow the money.
4: That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on vSyns.
5: Welcome back, winners and winers. Scott Steen's got a free MLB pick for the audience. Seven and two on his MLB plays. Likes a card on the uh, likes a play on the card tonight. To get his play for free, text VEASAN to area code 320 350 3500 320 350 3500 Here we go. Time for the coach, David Thorpe at Coach Thorpe on Twitter, Truehoop.com Insider. I subscribe and you too, Uh you should as well. It'll be on the low post podcast. Coming up, I love that every year. They go through every playoff series rapid fire. And he's kind enough to join us right now. I want to start with Memphis and Minnesota. And and I'll start with this because it's a different game in the playoffs. And how much does that affect Memphis when you see how great they were in transition, how great they were from 1 to 12 with a balanced roster and so many guys that could beat you, and they were awesome on the offensive glass? Does that translate to the playoffs?
6: I mean, for sure it does. Uh, it's funny. People love to say that depth doesn't matter. But, I mean, I've been watching the postseason now for, I don't know, 30 some odd years. No, 40 years. And uh, guys always get hurt. There's a hamstring. There's a knee. There's an ankle. Mm-hmm. There's foul trouble. There's a guy who's who just can't get going offensively. Memphis has a lot of you know arrows in the quiver, so to speak. So, I think their depth matters. I think the glass really matters with them and um as does it, you know if Minnesota's a great shooting team but they get hurt in two ways if they if they're not shooting great because of the way Memphis can break down on the other end and I'll tell you this it's the most enjoyable series from a coaching perspective because mm. both these teams run stuff so much more than any other two teams we'll see in the postseason and round one if you if you like watching you know not just ISO basketball not that they don't run some isos they do but they just run a lot more we call false motion, which are actions to get into the action, than any other two teams that we'll see.
5: Minnesota number one in offensive efficiency since January 1st, but they also foul a lot too. And Towns was number one in fouls, I think, going back since the All-Star break. You saw what happened in the Clipper game, and it was a great job by Edwards and how well they played without him. What do you do with Towns in this series, and do you think it'll be a high-scoring the series the whole, the whole way
6: through? Well, first of all, uh, the Minnesota's fouls are an issue. They they they're a team that really relies on causing turnovers to to create some things for them because they're not a great half court like you know lock your man up on defense. The problem for Minnesota is Memphis is one of our best teams in the league and not turning the ball over. They they actually turn the ball over more when Jaws in the game, which is bad news for Minnesota because when he's not in the game, they don't turn it over. Uh, uh, Jones is their backup point guard is one of the league leaders in assist to turnover ratio. And then when he is in the game, you got to deal with Ja So either way, Minnesota is, is, is going to struggle with that. I think that there'll be some games that are very high scoring because just because Minnesota shoots so well and Beasley shot like 45% the last 20 uh, some games yeah. of the season. So even when they go to the bench, they bring in real firepower. Uh, I, I think Minnesota is a really good job of getting Cat involved in the paint. Offensively, and not just rely on the fact that he's the best big man shooter, probably in the world, maybe ever. McDerk is the best we think about, but Cat's on his way to eclipsing even Dirk potentially. Certainly, certainly with threes made, and so. But you don't want to just rely on that. You want to try to get easy baskets. You want to try to get fouled. I think how the referees call these this series is is key because Minnesota will they just they just foul a lot because they gamble so much and and they're not quite disciplined yet. The other X factor is Anthony Edwards. You really can't guard. You just have to hope he misses. He takes a lot of bad shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, those games where he's making those, it's Memphis is in trouble. That's why I think it's going to be it's not going to be over in four and five. I think Minnesota can win at least two games.
7: Okay. Yeah, You sort of answered uh, my question there. It's going to be a two-part question. One is, how big of a nuisance can Pat Bebb be to Job Morant to take him out of his game? And two, do you think this is going to be a long series? Can the T-Wolves push this to the limit?
6: Yeah, I think, I think they can, and uh, that's why I talk about the referees. If, if they let if they let uh, Bev really get in the job, ja, first of all, it's, a, it's really hard. Jaw's just too explosive. Um, so I think that either way, a Morant will be fine. But if if referees, are, you know, with Steven Adams in the game uh, and the way Memphis plays, it can be so physical, I can see them calling a tighter whistle. And that probably hurts Minnesota because Memphis just has more depth. And I just, they're more used to playing physical, And so I think they'll get away with it better. But uh, if they let these guys really just go out and play, it's going to be a wild scene because Pat Bev just brings it. That's a
5: great point. That's also a great point for all these series because that Scott Foster abomination, I mean, all these guys in foul trouble, it was ridiculous some of the calls uh, that they were making. The most intriguing series to you is Toronto and Philly. Tell us why, and also you touched on it Monday, just how enormous the loss of Thibel is going to be when the series shifts to Toronto.
6: Yeah. I think it's mostly because it really comes down to Harden. Uh, I mean, I could, you know, I wrote 6,000 words the last couple of days on all these series, but in that series, I think Harden, uh, if we see like the real James Harden for most of the series, then I think Philly's got a real advantage, but I just don't think we will. And so that too, I'm very intrigued with how that goes because it really can't guard him when he's when he's got his quickness uh, when he doesn't and just has to rely on step back shots and step sideways threes against all that length for, for Toronto, uh, I think I think Philly's in some real trouble. I almost said Houston because I just associate Harden with Houston. That was three teams ago. Um, and so I don't know. I, I, I actually favor Toronto in the series because I'm just not going to – I don't believe that Harden can do it frequently. I think he'll have moments in every game. He might even have a game or two where he's terrific and in those games. Of course, Philly has a really good chance to win. Not a definite win, but uh, in the games where he struggles, I, I think that Toronto can just constrict everything but Embiid. I also think Toronto can, can up-tempo this thing. I think they will. I, I haven't talked to anyone there, but even on if, if you see them pushing on after made baskets, it tells you something. Okay. They're trying to wear Embiid down. If you watch Embiid play, when he's able to jump over all those long Raptors guys, he kills them. In the fourth quarter, he kind of plays on his tiptoes, which is very typical for big men that are a little tight. Well, that, that swings the advantage to, to to Toronto because even though they're not as tall as Embiid, their standing reach is about the same. These are super long guys, Barnes, Siakam, Boucher, Ananobi. These are long guys. Dad Young knows what he's doing defensively. So I, I think as the series goes on, if they can get to Embiid fatigued, and then especially remember, like I said, those if they steal a game or two early. Yep and they go home without Feibel for game three and four, it's a big advantage for Toronto.
5: Okay, this is unfortunate. We start the day tomorrow with Utah and Dallas. I mean, I, I was Utah was just begging to get beat. Uh, the the infighting, the, the bizarre press conferences by Quinn Snyder did not play well down the stretch. I'm with you, how much you love Dallas, and they could give Phoenix all they could handle. But you said they have no chance now without Luka, and also the schedule kills them. They're the early game Saturday, and the game two is Monday. Even if he can play, what percent of what can Luca give you now with that injury, where it could be a two, three week injury? Normally,
6: no. Of course, I, I didn't even look at the schedule until this morning. Uh, it's too bad because I do think Dallas can kind of put Utah out of their misery and and start anew. Like a new coach, Rudy Gobert is probably gone. Yep, uh, uh, it's going to be a total change. Maybe some management changes as well with new ownership fully in place. But if you don't have Luca. That gives Utah, I mean, Utah has a, they should win. They should win in four or five games. Uh, the Mavericks are built around one superstar player. They're built well around him, but it, without him, they're not even a playoff team probably. I, at least I don't think they, they're better than the Pelicans without Luca. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Utah has a huge advantage. If they were to lose that series, it, it would really be a tra- tragedy in Salt Lake City. But no, I think they're good enough if Luca doesn't play. And then, I think it's important to suggest that even if he does play, how good is he going to be? Like, what what right. are we really are we going to see Luca competing at all levels? Remember, the last guy we saw with a calf issue that was so public was Kevin Durant. You know, three years ago when he blew his Achilles. It, it, there, there's a connection there, literally a connection physically. So, uh, I've got real concerns that we're going to see Luca at anything close to his best.
5: Okay, one more on the injury front too, and a great breakdown. Uh, there's a report Simmons could be back for game four of the Boston series. He's not even practicing with the team. It's been individual workouts. And you talked about this Monday about a whole different ball game when a guy hasn't played as opposed to I played and I'm coming back. What can Simmons give the Nets? And what, What? what I mean, what? they're not even playing a game yet. What can he give you?
6: You know, I'm running about it. We're publishing it today. Um, not a whole lot, I don't think. He, he He can, I think, very quickly get acclimated to guarding his own guy but uh, the speed of the the overall playoffs especially if Boston makes a, a, a mission to force Simmons to deal with stuff off the ball he's going to struggle to help I, I like it to driving in cities like Paris and Rome there's just a lot going on and he hasn't done it in a long time so I, I could see him really struggling defensively off the ball and then on the ball I mean who knows it, it's but I tell you this I do not predict him to do well. Uh, on offense, it's been a long time. Obviously, playing up to Randle Kyrie is is easier than what he was doing in Philly last year. But at the be- at best, I think it's a neutral, I, or maybe even a net negative. I don't see it as a positive, and I'm not even sure he's playing at all. I think that could be just smoke screen to get to get uh, their opponent to think about him when when really he's not going to play.
5: Do you think Williams could come back early for Boston? Are you hearing anything?
6: I'm not. I haven't heard. Uh, I that that's a series changer. Mm-hmm. If he's healthy, I think the Celtics win in five or six as it is now. I think I've got it going seven just because without Williams and, and Katie and Kyrie are such great front runners. I don't mean that in a bad way. You just, when they're in the lead, you can't catch up to them typically because they're too smart with the ball. They're too talented. They can always, they can make shots from anywhere. But if you, if you press up, if you play with urgency, they'll pass out of and get wide open layups and dunks for a, for a teammate. But they'll, they'll just do the Gretzky. They'll trigger the double, get the ball in the middle of the floor, and get a, a layup or dunk or wide open three. You got to get up on them, and I think I think when they're down, they might struggle to manufacture the comeback the way the Bucks did twice last year, both in games and series. Because I think they know they're not going to win a championship.
5: More with Coach Thorpe coming up. More on the Boston-Brooklyn series, also Golden State-Denver, and what should the Lakers do with the Westbrook contract? Straight ahead, Vison Follow the money. The Sports Betting Network.
0: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever.
4: the sports betting network
5: first bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action sign up today with promo code vegas1000 receive ten dollars instantly and up to a thousand dollar bonus vison.com slash horses for details bonus code vegas1000 double shot with coach thorpe david thorpe at coach thorpe on twitter true hoop insider i subscribe you should too you're working on this for our true hoop about, uh, do you believe, do teams believe in your Milwaukee example, which you'll get to in a second, but I think also important, do you believe, uh, also you're seeing with, with uh, Boston and Memphis, how important chemistry is. Take it away, what you think of those two things.
6: Yeah, it's really, there's a, co- there's a combination there where uh, having coached, you know, lots of players over the years and, and very often they're in the playoffs, and the, the, the ones that are the most resolved are the ones that really, first of all, they they feel connected to their teammates. But even if they don't necessarily like all their teammates, but they're, they, they're playing with a purpose. In the Nets, the Nets started the season as prohibitive favorites. They, they, Kevin Durant is a genius basketball player. He also happens to be seven feet tall and skilled. But he's a genius player. He knows. Kyrie knows they they have to play too many minutes in every one game yes. to to be able to win 16 they know and so i think that when they're down and when they're down in a game or they're down 2-1 or you know they're down 3-1 and with a uh, and they're you know down 3 in the second half i just how much are they going to fight i i, I, I severely question that and i my point was last year Milwaukee down to the Nets 0-2 down to the Suns 0-2 down in games they just fight because the Bucs believed. And I think Ime Odoku, who is my pick for coach of the year for Boston, he's got his guys really believe in, really guarding. Even when they lost Rock Williams, who was one of their two true keys defensively with Marcus Smart. Although Brown and Tatum are very good. They're they're higher level defensive players also, they're not just scorers. Uh, they those guys, the Celtics really believe this can be a special year. And the more they win, Boy the they increase their chances of getting Robert Williams' time to come back. And then all of a sudden, I mean, they were the favorite when Robert was healthy in the last month or so, uh, in the West, anyway. So I do, I do think that chemistry, culture matters. But all that is foster, starts with believe, believing that something special can happen at the end of this thing. That's why we'll dig in every single day to win.
5: Barkley always talks about the supporting cast and role players play better at home than they do on the road. And, and, a, and a big reason why they held on to beat the Cavs was how well Brown and Drummond played. Am I going to, they don't get that. They may, they lose the game and blow the 22 point lead. Who else can help out Durant and Kyrie in this series?
6: Well, I don't really care what Charles Barkley says about this. He doesn't think anyone, but superstars matter. But um, listen, what separates superstars from everyone else is they, they just tend to play better more often. And, uh, uh, I mean with listen, Brooklyn Brooklyn can be very good. They can really get after it defensively, which is something we haven't seen a ton of until late this season. Uh they've, Durant is a terrific defensive player still incredibly so. Uh Claxton is a shot blocker, Brown is just an all-around athlete. Uh Drummond inside of course makes a difference, what a huge loss that was for Philly. You can't blow the deal up uh, to keep him but Yes. They're really going to miss him in Toronto. I think when Embiid sits down, I think they're in, potentially in real trouble. But, uh, again, it goes back to having a great game plan. You know, A year ago, the Nets ran better offensive stuff. It seemed like Nash has kind of taken his um, his hands off the wheel, so to speak, and let Kyrie and Durant run it. And I doubt that's what he wants. I just don't think he has a choice. They're going to do what they want to do. They're incredible. But they're easier to guard when they, when, they, when their offense is super simple. And same thing defensively. They, they need to have a more complex uh, view. I mean, I would think you know slowing Tatum down will be a really important thing. But the Celtics run good stuff, and they have great scores on the wings, plus a great quarterback and, uh, and smart. So um, I, I just think the Nets need to be more more connected
7: and more sophisticated, and I, I don't trust that they'll do it every single game. All right, Coach. In uh, these playoff series, I always look for a coaching advantage. Do you think there's a significant one with the Raptors and Nick Nurse against Doc Rivers and do you see one here in this Nets-Celtics series?
6: I don't think Nash is bad. I just don't think he's allowed to do a whole lot. Um kind of like with the Lakers, you know, Vogel really established a defensive identity for a couple of years, but eventually I don't think his voice really mattered, which is not the fault of the coach. The players, the superstars decide how that goes. Um I think mean, yeah, nothing against Doc Rivers. Uh, I think mean, Nick Nurse is one of the best few coaches in the world now, and and because he's so secure in his career, meaning if Toronto wanted to fire him, who who wouldn't pay Nick Nurse a ton of money to come to their team? Right. He's good. He's he never has to worry about a bill again, uh, I, and so because of that, he he's allowed to be the innovator we know him to be. So we're going to I mean just look at their roster. the roster. It, it doesn't matter who Messiah Jury brings in if Nick won't play them that way. Nick helped Scotty Barnes be, in my opinion, rookie of the year with the way he allowed him to play, the way he utilized him, and the way Siakam recovered from really a dark place a year ago to be, in my opinion, a top 15 player in the league this year. Uh, Certainly in the last, you know, 55, 60 percent of the season. So, um, yeah, I think think the Raptors do have an edge in coaching in this series.
5: Several times you've called uh, Joker the best player in the world. Uh, leading this team, putting on his back, incredible season. Can because do they have enough? Can he will this team to a playoff series win against Golden State and the Warriors getting healthy at the right time?
6: I think it, a lot depends on Steph. I know Steph came back this week. If Curry is is relatively healthy, I still I still think it's a great series. I do think Golden State is good enough defensively. I think. The only way the Nuggets can really match up with Clay, who's a better shot creator now, he just mm. he just gets his jump shot from from uh, paint mid range over all the Denver smaller guards, uh, except when Aaron Gordon can guard him, and that would cause some problems for Clay. But that comes at a cost too, and the Warriors get after on the Warriors can get after on the glass, and that can be a problem for Denver. Uh, and then in reverse, even worse, I think that's where Denver could really make some hay is. When they when they have some bigger guys and and, and Gordon's almost a three, uh, they can they can hurt Golden State when when Looney and or Draymond Green are out. One of the others out, I think Golden State has some trouble. But the speed the speed of Wiggins and Poole, the shooting of they can have some lineups where they have four shooters on the court. Uh, I think Looney is so underrated. I think he and Green will will they'll they'll keep they'll keep Jokic from having an all time performance. He'll just be great. And I think they need all-time performance to get, to win four games in seven. Okay. But I definitely think they can win a couple, if not three. Okay.
5: What would you do if you were running the Lakers? Uh, Any way to get rid of the Westbrook deal? <laughs>
6: yeah. <laughs> I mean, stage. you got to, I think you got to try to buy them out. You, you, you have to. I don't think anyone's going to take them in a trade. Uh, and so I don't know the cap issue as well. I focus on the court stuff. But as long as, or just don't play them. Yes, and I and I and I do believe they can do what John with they, with the Rockets did with John Wall. Yep, uh, let him stay home, uh, develop younger players better. They should do that, and they've done a poor job of that, in my opinion, uh, in these last couple of years. And, and Horton Tucker kind of bumped into a wall. Malik Monk ended up doing fine. Uh, Kendrick Nunn is back next year. We hope he didn't play all year this year. And I think he would have been a, a big help. Um, but no, I I would go into the season saying Russell, you're never going to play for us. And and start developing young players, get them experience, and then hope that LeBron and AD you know don't get hurt again, which is you know unlikely to, to be the case. But you got hope for that.
5: Love talking to you. What's up at True Hoop, and what are you working on at True Hoop?
6: Yeah, we'll we'll lock it in. I I think we've got every single series I'm writing about, um, and uh, we've already published one on, on what I think is the best one, which is Philly Toronto, and we'll publish a lot today. I'll I'll actually write more tonight and tomorrow morning. Based on these last two playing games, I don't think either one versus eight series goes beyond five games. But you never know. It's still you know one of the keys for those games is how much work does a team like Miami and Phoenix have to put in just to get to the next round. You it you know playing seven games in round one doesn't mean you can't keep winning. Think about the year the Spurs ran out Miami, uh, and I think it was twenty fifteen. They went seven against the Mavericks in round one. Uh, but it's not optimal. You know, obviously, uh, you don't want that. So I'll, I'll, I'll write about that tomorrow, and then we'll do our podcast today that we'll publish this afternoon, uh, breaking down all the series. And I think we'll take it – I think we're going to go from an odds point of view. So run right up your guys' alley. Beautiful.
5: Thanks for a few minutes, and we'll uh, talk to you soon. Appreciate it.
7: Thanks, guys. Be Diego. safe.
6: The
5: coach, David Thorpe, a coach Thorpe on Twitter and True Hoop.
7: I'll tell you what. What's he, the most intriguing he, series to you?
5: I'm going to say Golden State, Denver.
7: That's my top three. I'm going uh, Brooklyn, Boston as the most intriguing to me, but it, it has the chance.
5: But again, I they don't play any defense. Boston and, and Tatum obliterated them in a couple, the last couple of matchups. Kyrie can shoot you out of games, and I don't trust the rest of that roster. I mean, who's Boston's got the best record in the league yeah. going back since the break? So they could just they could bury them
7: even without Williams. Well, that's part of the reason I think it's intriguing. Yeah. The Nets have been among the favorites to win the championship the whole season, despite all the issues they've had. They can get knocked out in the first round here by a Celtics team that didn't look very good the first three months of the season.
5: Then you have the Toronto-Philadelphia series, too. My yeah. God, if they go out in the first that's round. That's a good one, too. Oh, you yeah. make the big trade for Harden, and you could go out, and then the, the on top of it with the Thibel news, we'll hit that series coming up. Keith Pompey, Philadelphia Inquirer. Sixers beat writer. Talking about practice. Helping out the Sixers now and helping out Harden. Doc's talked about it. Harden as well. Can they win this series and the loss of Theibel? All that coming up. Bob Ryan in half an hour. All the props in 15 minutes. Straight ahead. v Follow the Money. The Sports Betting Network.
4: Follow the Money on v The Sports Betting Network.
5: BetRivers Sportsbook offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that provide extra value. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21 terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. Keith Pompey joins us now. Beat writer for the Sixers. Philadelphia Inquirer at Pompey on Sixers on Twitter. Appreciate the time, sir. And uh, some interesting tweets and articles that you had about how important and how much can this help the team maybe get on the same page that the practice and, and helping Harden out since coming over in the trade?
4: Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, because it's one of those things where the, the 76ers, they really didn't practice. They don't practice a lot. And, you know, so James has been on the fly, learning, trying to learn things on the fly. Um, learning where guys like the ball, when when to take over, when not to. So that was the focus this week to see, you know, if they could get everything up to speed.
5: Has he been a disappointment uh, to many people coming over and not looking like the guy who even was in
4: Brooklyn? You know, it, 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 it's weird. Yeah, I, I guess you can say you would have to say a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, he, his shot hasn't been where they expected it to be. And there were such huge expectations for him. So, you know, and, and you know, the one thing is you do know that, I mean, people did know that his hamstring was bothering him. But for the most part, you know, I, I guess you could say, you know, things haven't going um, as as the, as planned. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, again, it could get better, but it has been a little bit of a disappointment yet.
7: Yeah advantage is uh, Joel Embiid going to be for the Sixers? How big of an advantage might uh, Nick Nurse be for the Raptors? And when you've watched these two teams head-to-head, who do you like in the series? Uh, Toronto seems to be a trendy dog pick.
4: Yeah, you know what? I, I, I kind of like Toronto. I do. And and, and the thing is, here's the, let's talk about Nick Nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Nurse has always had success about against the Sixers. I mean, we're dating back to when he was an assistant coach there. He always devised great plans against Joel L, Joel Embiid on a defensive end. So I, I think you have that going. But also, when you look at a, a team like Toronto, they have a bunch of uh, guys between the size of eight, and 6'10 who can play multiple positions. And when you look at the 76ers, you, know, you have Joel Embiid and, and James Harden. But then you have a couple, a lot of like basically role players But besides that. So you look at the, the height um, and the defensive scheme. That's why Toronto is the trendy pick. That's why a lot of people are, you know, liking the Raptors.
5: How big is the loss of Thibault and a cheery sift to Toronto?
4: You know what? It, it, it is big, but at the same time, the one thing that I will say about um, Matisse. It's like Matisse typically plays in the first half, and he's auditioning for minutes in the second. Mm. So if Matisse is on fire and if he's playing well and knocking down shots, then Doc Rivers tends to play him in the second, like in the fourth quarter closeout game. If not, sometimes they go offensive defense with him, and other times they just basically take him out of the rotation, you know, in in the fourth quarter. So as big as it is on, you know, just to say, oh, we're losing Matisse but it's up to Matisse whether or not if he's going to play or not.
5: Okay. Let, let's go to the doomsday scenario. They make the big trade. What if they go out in the first round? Do they run it back? I mean, what, what is, is Harden going to be there long term? What do they do if they can't get out of the first round?
4: You know, I, I think Harden staying here long term is Harden's decision. You know, I, I think if Harden says, hey, I want out, then he can go wherever he wants, right? But outside of that, I, I believe that James Harden is gonna be here. And the reason being is, you know, that he's the guy that the 76ers wanted since the beginning of last season. They know that he has a messed up hamstring and he's or he's getting over a messed up hamstring. So this is something that they're trying to build for not just this year, but next year, the year after that. So he's staying. Now, it could be there could be some other players on the roster that they may try to say, Hey, we're gonna to try to you know, dump this salary or, or, or do something that way, and we can bring in somebody else. But in regards to, I mean, I doubt if the, the whole entire team comes back. But I do believe that Harden is coming back.
5: Okay, and you go with uh, you go with Geno's or Pat's?
4: <laughs> I go with a place called Ishkabibbles.
7: <laughs> Ishkabibbles.
4: I'm not a. I'm not a. You know, I guess I'm a, since I'm a Philadelphian. I'm not really a Geno and Pat guy. That's like like the tourist spot. Okay. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of stay away from there, you know?
5: Very good. Other people have said that, too. That's a good selection. You're not yeah. the only one to say that. Appreciate a few minutes. Enjoy the series. Uh, thank you.
4: All right. Thanks for having me on, folks.
5: You got it. Keith Pompey, Philadelphia Inquirer, Sixers beat writer. You, you know, you mentioned the uh, Coach did, too. The officiating is going to be so important in these playoffs Always Especially is. in this, yeah. because the you might you could see a, a, just a parade to the free throw line from Philly. Mm-hmm. How they officiate this this series is going to be important. Is Harden getting to the line fifteen times? Is it MB, is, I mean, that's that's going to decide it right there too.
7: Well, hopefully, the officiating is not drastically different in the playoffs than it was in regular season, right? We don't want to see James Harden go into the free throw line fifteen to twenty times a game. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't want to see a repeat of Minnesota, uh-huh. L. A. Which everyone was in foul trouble too, and there was no flow. I don't want to see that. Well, that's a good point too. But but the Philly teams, especially, going to feast at the free throw line if it's called tight because you got Harden right. and Embiid who could just make a parade to the free throw line. That would put the Raptors in jeopardy in the series. I know it's a trendy underdog play, but I, you know, yeah. listening to Keith talk and some of the other guys that like Aaron Renning, JBT, guys who really follow the NBA a little bit closer. That maybe I do. Over the past few months, I lean Raptors here too. I, I think Raptors are live dogs. Well, there's a guy who covers the team. Philly says he I like the, the Raptors. He covers the team in Philly, and he likes the Raptors. There you go. I, My that kind God. of pushes me over the edge uh, on the Raptors.
5: Dollar yeah. eighty series price. Raptors plus a game and a half minus one sixty at Bet Rivers. To win Game One in the series, Philly's minus one fifteen. Will it go six? Yes, minus one seventy five. My God, I mean that just uh, the the city a brotherly shove, right? I mean, if they lose this game, if they lose this series, well, that's they, a, that's a great thing about the East: Brooklyn playing Boston, <laughs> uh, Philly and Toronto. Someone's going out in the first round. and going to have a horrible, tough offseason to deal with and a major disappointment.
7: That's true, but you also have ready-made excuses. You do. That's fair. Right. Yes, you do. So, Thibault's the fall guy. You know, people don't want to hear excuses yeah. right away, ben but Simmons, they, they Thibel, will accept right. them over time. Like. Uh, James Harden was a midseason pickup. Well, we're looking at the big picture here with Harden and this team. That's what the Sixers are going to sell to people. It's all about next year. It's mostly about next year. You know, we were hoping it would work out this year, but next year's what we have our mm-hmm. eyes. Same thing's going to happen with the Nets, with uh, Kyrie missing so much time, KD's injury. Uh, the Nets are going to talk about how next year yep. is the year when they're going to put it all together. So. I think those teams have ready, ready-made excuses if they go out in the first round.
5: The one series we haven't mentioned, but to me, there's not much to say. Milwaukee's a uh, one to ten favorite, as high as twelve hundred in some spots. Can the Bulls win a game? Yeah, uh, that's that's the goal. Uh, that that's the only thing they can. That's the best case scenario. Rather, one twenty-seven to 106, 118 to one twelve, one twenty-six to ninety-eight. Uh, the, the last three have been since March. They swept them head to head, four and zero. Good story, but again, the injury's catching up with Chicago. The defending champs uh, should take them out no problem. Um, And and the other thing, uh, John Schumann had this NBA.com advanced stats. uh, Milwaukee got whatever they wanted offensively in the matchup, and and Chicago had all kinds of issues scoring Mm -hmm. when you look at it. When you look at the 20 teams that are still remaining, and you match them up, it's just a horror show. Milwaukee was uh, number one in defensive rating. They allowed 102 points per 100 possessions against Chicago. uh, And then... They were, what, I think they were uh, third offensively uh, in that. And the props there, that, that's the trendy pick, too. Right. Lay the two and a half. Milwaukee minus two and a half games is minus 180. Minus one and a half is 380. 380 well, minus one and a half.
7: I mean, are you going to argue with that? You're not going to bet the other side? No, no, no. no you no. get them in five. yeah. I think the question here is, do the Bucs win them four or the Bucks win them five?
5: Right. I'll, I'll bring up uh, what sweep is in a second, too.
7: Uh, to win game one. By the way, in game win- one, the Bucks are minus 540 on the money line here at Circa.
5: Yeah, playing double digits. Yeah. My God. Uh, to win game one in the series is minus 375. And will it go six plus 135? What did I have to sweep there? There uh, it is. At plus 175. That's come down. They get the broom out. NFL draft right here in Vegas. Extensive coverage. The mocks from Matt Eumanns. Lombardi, former NFL GM, will give his draft analysis. Former first round pick Mike Pritchard. Sean King won a Super Bowl. And Brent Musburger will give his draft best bets in our NFL draft betting guide. Sign up today to get full access to Veson through the NFL draft for only $19 at com slash draft. Less than two weeks away. Full access to Veson through the NFL draft, only $19. Veson.com slash draft. Can't wait to talk to Bob Ryan, the legend. We'll talk about the Boston-Brooklyn series. You won't believe what the owner said as well about the Celtics. I was caught off guard with those comments. We'll get to that in 15 minutes. But up next, props, props, and more props. Buzzer beaters, half-court shots, player props—all of it straight ahead. Playoffs are here, baby. and follow the money. The Sports Betting Network.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: The Sports Betting Network.
5: DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, they paid out some huge wins. A player bet $4 and won over $88,000 on Divine Fortune. Another player bet $4 and won $20,000 on Zoltar Speaks. Another player won $122,000 on Mercy of the Gods. Download the DraftKings Casino app today. New customers claim a deposit bonus up to $2,000. Plus, they start you off with $50 in free credits just for signing up. So download the DraftKings Casino app and use code VISA to claim the offer. must be 21. Casino.DraftKings.com for full details. We cannot bet at DraftKings, which is unfortunate, and they have an unbelievable Mm. menu for all these props and everything they're doing here with the NBA playoffs. They have buzzer beaters for every series. Will there be one buzzer beater in the Dallas series? Yes, is eight to one in the Toronto series. It's seven to one. Golden State-Denver six to one.
7: Yeah, I'm not taking those bets. I'll tell you no, that right no.
5: now. Brooklyn-Boston seven to one And Milwaukee-Chicago, ten to one. Will there be a half court shot made in any of those series? Ten to one that they're offering. Just one half court shot. And I'll tell you what, really, really grinds my gears. Now it's not uh, as bad as it is in the regular season. Uh-huh. This has been a problem for. A, five, ten years in the NBA. These guys don't want to uh, hurt their field goal percentage. Right. They're shooting. Watch how they sit there at the end of a quarter. Breathe,
7: They'll dribble it out dribble until the buzzer. Then, and then yeah, shoot right. it. And
5: then make it look good. Right. The only exception is like, like Curry. I'd find the guy if he would
7: do that. You're right. There are guys like Curry who actually practice the half-court shots yeah. and can't wait to get them up. Um, that's interesting. How many buzzer beaters, Paul, were there in the NCAA tournament? Zero. That's right. That's why I'm not taking that prop. <laughs> On these in the NBA playoffs, and a
5: lot of games though. Uh, I know, but this is uh, and yeah, see NCAA fun. tournament was
7: sixty-seven fun. games. Sure, yeah. There's a lot, of, you're talking about a series bet here that might be five right. or six games. You're going to take yep. seven to one on it. But see, and another problem is if you have a a last-second shot, they might put two tenths of a second oh, back so on the clock, hard. then it's not a buzzer beater. Yep, and they do a good job right. on the
5: app explaining that too about uh, the stars have to align and the half-court shot again ten to one uh, with all these series too. I, I was looking at this. Who will have the most points in the Milwaukee
7: Chicago series? DeRozan is plus three thirty. I like DeRozan a little bit in that prop, especially at that plus number. You think the 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 the, the
5: handicap here is the Bucks garbage are, time points.
7: Absolutely, and but the
5: Bucks the are, are blowing them blown out. out freaks on the bench, blowout city, and and DeRozan's still in there and getting his points. Not to mention he's yeah. the go-to guy and been so good for the Bulls uh, down down the stretch. He's plus three thirty. Freak minus three thirty. Uh Levine is nine to one. Series leading points head to head. That's offered as well. Uh, J- uh, KD is minus one thirty to have the most points in the net series. Tatum plus one sixty. Brown ten to one. Kyrie plus three fifty. They're gonna be all over him in that series yeah. in Boston. Jaws minus two sixty to lead in the Memphis series. Cats three to one. Edwards is six to one.
7: I think the most intriguing one on, uh, player on player matchup to me is uh, Pat Bev against John Morant, and you, you brought up the point: How's that going to be called? Because yes. Pat Bev's yeah. probably going to end up in foul trouble. You, you, yes, and at least you know. Some and of the, and, the game's and then that right. Celtics series: Who's your high score? Do you think it's Kyrie or is it Jason Tatum? Well, Tatum ate him alive. I think of it's game.
5: So that's Tatum. Yeah. I would like look like Tatum there.
7: I'd probably look at Tatum too. Right.
5: Uh, I don't think Durant should be the favorite. I think it should be Tatum. There's another good prop too. Um, Harden will Harden have two three pointers or more in every game? That's plus one
7: sixty-five in the series. Two or more? I'd probably take yes on that. You would take the plus price. Yeah. Right.
5: Should be able to do that. I know the shooting's been an issue since the uh, since the trade. More points in the first round. Freak is $1.30 against Embiid. Tatum is $1.45 against Booker. Durant's one sixty against the Joker. Booker is 160 against Kyrie. Uh, but it's points per game in the playoffs. Excuse me, that's not the first series. That's points per game in the playoffs. Those are other good props, too. Uh, to, to average, they're average in the playoffs. DeRozan's $26.5. Freak is $31.5. Middleton twenty one and a half, and Levine is twenty four and a half as well. Then you got the player props for Game One, every series, head to head. Great job, buzzer beaters, all that stuff is up. Very good. Uh, But we also, from you asked the intrigue standpoint, and there's certainly Philadelphia-Toronto, Golden State-Denver, Brooklyn-Brooklyn-Boston's the nuts. I mean, the the, uh, favorites before the season could go out in the first round, and I think they will. But then this historic turnaround, which we'll ask Bob Ryan about coming up in all his years covering the NBA. This team was 18-21, and 21, and yeah. they, were at, they were 500 during the break. Mm-hmm. And the best record since the break, and they get the two seed. Uh, and then this is your reward where you get the Nets, but they could win this whole thing. But it, what if Philly goes out in the first round, the changes they could make, or are uh, you pot committed with Harden? Could we get Boston-Milwaukee in the second round? That's a conference final matchup. But from an entertainment standpoint, Memphis, Minnesota could be crazy, and Golden State, Denver with high totals and just back and forth and and phenomenal shot-making and superstars.
7: That's true. Uh, Nobody's talking about the Miami Heat. Right. Good point. We've done this entire show, and that's the first time we've talked about the Heat. Well,
5: we don't know the opponent. Uh, I know our guest yesterday said the Hawks can give them all they can handle if that's the matchup. and uh, Atlanta looks too easy tonight, and I like Atlanta to beat Cleveland. But that is right. No one's talking about the one seed, which – when they had that little hiccup um, with the infighting, then <laughs> they said, okay, we're well, back to normal. And they had the right. winning streak and went right. into Boston
7: and got the big win. That's right.
5: So you're, no one is talking about the one scene. I'm sure that's how Riley and the gang likes
7: it. You know, and I'll say this again. I, I stunned you with this fact in the first hour. And this is courtesy of uh, JVT on the edge yesterday. How long have Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green played together this season? 11 minutes. That's it. That is nuts. And, you know, Clay Thompson said out last season, too. Mm -hmm. She said, well, these guys have played together so long, it doesn't matter. But it's been two years, essentially two years, since these guys have really played together. I think that does matter.
5: And Curry's been out for a while, and what does he give you in game one? He's supposed to go. Not to mention, and we got a guest coming up later in the show from Altitude, Hello Denver, is there a surprise with Murray? Can, can Murray come back at some point, too? That's why this this first round is so intriguing. Simmons could be back in game four. Well, who, what does he give you, though? Could Williams come back for Boston? Curry's supposed to go in game one. Could Murray come back at some point for Denver? When does Luka come back for Dallas, and is he close to even 80%? Uh, is he compromised with the calf injury? I mean, there, there's so many different angles and different uh, storylines going on here about the, these injuries, and, and you, you dismissed it, which that's fine. But there's so much secrecy with his camp and no one says anything. What if the Clippers win tonight? Could we see Kawhi, maybe, against Phoenix? I doubt
7: it, but still, you have gonna. that angle, too. Yeah, I you don't think know. we're going to see Kawhi until next season. I'd be stunned if we see Kawhi at some point in these playoffs, but I guess it's a possibility.
5: How are your baseball bets going?
7: You know, what, are you, what are
5: your thoughts on the season so far? <sighs>
7: I'll tell you that uh, I have not bet much baseball so far. I've made like six or seven bets, Been mostly small plays at this point. I'm just trying to soak in as much as I can and study as much as I can here in the first couple weeks because I'll admit I was a little bit behind in my baseball homework when the season started because the season was delayed. Mm -hmm. You know, you're wrapped up in the March Madness, the Masters, and everything else going on. I was a little bit behind in my baseball study when the season started, so I'm just trying to do as much as I can. I was not high on the Yankees, right? and I'm a Yankees fan, but I thought under 91.5 was a better bet on the Yankees. I questioned their pitching depth, and Garrett Cole at the top of that rotation just hasn't been the same guy. He has not been the $324 million man that they signed. Mm-hmm. Now, Luis Severino had a great start last night Yep, uh, for the Yankees. If he can come through, it's going to be a huge plus uh, for them. I think one of the most intriguing teams out there, and by the way, the Blue Jays look like they're going to be tough to beat. In that division. The Blue Jays' offense is legit. How about the Angels? You got two of the top, would you say two of the top five players in baseball in Shohei Absolutely. Ohtani and Mike Trout? Without question. Right? But healthy, yeah. Noah Syndergaard looks like he's going to be a stud again uh-huh. in that rotation. They've really improved the bullpen, but some, there's always something off with the Angels where you, your expectations can't get too high. And Again, last night, Ohtani, who, who looked great on the mound in the opener, Got rocked last night by the yep. Rangers. Yeah. So I, I think you always have to temper your expectations for the Angels, despite the fact they got so much talent.
5: Good win for the Brewers yesterday. You're right. Uh, it's a great start for the A's. Everyone was, That win total got down to 67. Man. And uh, they won again. Uh, Cubs won in Colorado. They're off to a good start. A lot going on. A lot of strange season. And then the Dodgers Uh are then tied in the eighth and then blow it open and cover the run line against the Reds.
7: Freeman hits the big hit. You're right. That was a 3-3 game going to the bottom of the eighth. Freddie Freeman hits a leadoff double. Dodgers blow it open. You think about some of the teams that everybody wrote off before the season. The A's, the Pirates, the Reds. Those teams have been pretty good here the first couple weeks. But it's early. I'm going to a baseball, Major League Baseball game tonight, Paul. I'll tell you which one later in the show.
5: All right. You must also have a couple plays in in pocket as well. The legend, Bob Ryan, up next. More on the Brooklyn-Boston series. And you won't believe what the owner of the Celtics said. Straight ahead, some fall of the money. Paulie Howard, Matt Eumanns. Meek. Meek.
2: Meek.